Usually you count down from three. I didn't know what to do. There was a moment of real panic. <laughs> do I? I don't know if that's true. Is that not true? I think I usually go up. One, two, three, clap. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. You're, I think you're right. It's still not normal. <laughs> All right. You're one of those counter-uppers. Oh you're one of those counter-uppers. All right, one more yawn, and I'll be done. All right, that's contagious <laughs> as shit, my guy. Yeah, if you're not the only one with a day job. <laughs> I'm holding strong. Dude, I'm so fu- my my. They had the... the you guys know because we've been talking about it, but the international, the Dota tournament every year just wrapped up. It was yeah. in Romania this year. And every year I take the full week off work to watch it because I'm a huge fan. I switched my sleep schedule to Romania time, which had me uh, going to bed at like 4 p.m. and waking up at like midnight or one, I something like that. How do you even start that process? Like, what's the day? It, one? Dude, like, it you was just lay in bed. <laughs> oh my god, dude, it was so hard. It was like, um, I don't have any problem falling asleep. That's not a big deal. But the problem was staying up long enough. Because, like, to to set the schedule the first time, you know, you have to stay awake for like thirty hours or something, uh, and then go to sleep, and then try to do that. No, it would. But like the first two or three days were brutal, man. It's so hard. And then the the problem is if you fall asleep early, you're fu- the whole day is fucked. Like you're like it's <laughs> you can't go. Uh, that's why um dude, the last time they did it, it was in China. I tried to do it for China time. I I couldn't do it. I I fucked up like three days in a row, and there was just no recovery. <laughs> Damn. But now the first day back on normal time, we're struggling. We're gonna make it, but we're struggling. <laughs> right on. Well, we're all a little bit yawny now, thanks to me. And my yawning ways. True. We should do an intro. Welcome back, everybody. To the talk shop, season six, episode eleven. I think that's pretty sure that's right. All right, we'll go with it. Eleven. I'm Tom. Joined today by. I'm recording. And I'm Sam. And I happen <laughs> to know that it's episode eleven. <laughs> All right, good. One of us. Well, he, is had, sure. he had time to Google it. It's not fair. I have it bookmarked. I just was too lazy to move my, my cursor. That's over true. There, Clicking actually. is a lot of work. They, people is. pay me to click my mouse. That's how that's how hard it is to do. Yeah, I'm not being paid. What's the point? <laughs> I do just enough to get recording, and then I'm done. I click all day for work, and then when I sign on, I'm like uh, I'm like Tom Cruise in Minority Report. I have the like the VR headset on, pointing shit everywhere. I'm not getting paid. I'm not clicking a mouse. Just swooping, swooping your hands in <laughs> space. That must have looked hilarious before they added the visual effects. <laughs> Especially, like, do you think it would look dumber now or then on set? Because, like, now we actually have that kind of technology where you could do that. And it's like... Like in real time? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was probably... it was. Probably, you, you think, like, back then when it was, like, in a total... a giant green room and just waving his hands wildly do, in the air? Do you think back then when it was, like, total sci-fi, like like Star Trek technology level shit? Do you think like back then it looked less dumb because it was like, oh, it's going to look so cool. Or like now you're in a green room like miming around and everybody 
It would probably look dumber now. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Why are we talking about Minority Report? It's 2021. <laughs> Tom Cruise is dead. Might as well be. Didn't they? They keep delaying that. I, I like, I have a huge soft spot for the Mission Impossible movies. I generally don't like the dumb, like, not dumb, but like the, the just like popcorn action movie. It's not usually my thing, but I, I love those movies. Yeah, Mission Impossible. Well, they're like the smarter of the dumb movies, you know? Yeah, that's true. They're kind of like But they're still like mass way, appeal. You know? Yeah. Like Bond's Dude, that new a- Bond movie, apparently it's really good. Is it? I've seen it. I've, you've seen oh! it? Give us the Sam take. Uh, the first 20 minutes are some of the best James Bond that's ever been filmed. Um, genuinely just amazing stuff. Everything you could want from a James Bond movie. Um, from that point on, it's, it wants to be two movies. It wants to mix the nineties, really silly bond with the really hyper serious Daniel Craig bond. And that combination does not work in the way that they did it. It's like two movies Uh, running at the same time and only one of them is good. Um, interesting mm-hmm. okay now and i'm a person 90s um 90s bond pierce is brosnan. yeah pierce brosnan is like my bond yeah. like that's who i grew up with goldeneye is one of the best james bonds don't at me um oh yeah so it's not like i hate that stuff but with the gravity they try to lend it uh you just can't have bond you know <laughs> sneaking into a hyper you know secret legitimately you know hyper villain evil lair and like planting explosives in a volcano yeah and having like the bad guy come up and give like a terrible like monologue where he's like we're not so different you and i which is a real thing (laughs) (laughs) and 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 i don't want to spoil anything but it's that but with like they try giving it the gravity of a thousand suns and it just it doesn't work man does he have something wrong with his face, the main villain, just like every other Bond villain? Uh, not that I remember. I'm trying to think about what was. Oh yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. Yep. They you're gotta. Dead on. You gotta have a every time, yeah, buddy. Um, all in all, I love James Bond, so it's not like I'm going to say it was a bad movie. But I went in super hyped and was disappointed. Was it better than Spectre? Is yes, better than Spectre. Yes, absolutely. Okay. okay. Good. I was going to say, like, is it in like the better half or the worse half? So of, I would, like, all I the would Craig rank movies? them in order. One Casino Royale, which if you don't like Casino Royale, I don't even you don't like James. You Bond. don't like James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> two Skyfall, which is a very close two. Um, yeah, that's a great movie. Three, um, probably Spectre. Four, Quantum of Solace. Oh no, I'm sorry, I did this out of order. One, uh, sorry, one Casino Royale. Two, uh, Skyfall. Three, I would put this one. No Time to Die. Okay. Four, uh, Quantum that's of fair. Solace, and five or four. So, 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 this is when Spectre. this is when a professional podcast would just scratch this whole thing and start over. You know what I'm saying? No, no, the three no, no, you no. need we to see. The three you need to see are Sky, Casino Royale, Skyfall, Casino Royale, and, uh, and this one. Other, yeah, you can skip. No Bonham time Solson. to live. There's, there's a. If you guys had seen it, I would want to do like a deep dive into it. But if you haven't, I won't spoil sure. it. Is it in theaters it here yet? I thought it was yeah. on delay for a I while. Saw it, I saw it in theaters. Oh, ah, okay, cool. Was, I'll, I, I'll, I'm gonna see that. Uh, it's definitely worth I seeing if you see like James Bond. It's not going to be something that you'll like regret taking the time to see. It's just, if you're like me, you'll see the potential of the movie that could have been, especially in that first really awesome sequence, and then you'll be kind of bummed that it doesn't live up to it for the rest of the movie. Sure. Does it oh, Sam! Fixing yeah. his tie underwater? Oh, okay. Never mind. Sorry. No, what was your question? I watched... Uh, I'm going to change the subject. Okay. Time. You go ahead. Okay. 
No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Sam, I watched Squid Game. Oh, dude, did you like it? I did like it. There's like no way you didn't like it. Like, it's okay. You know what? There's something that I've come to peace with, and that's that sometimes the popular thing is actually good. And like, yeah, (laughs) this is one of those things that definitely shouldn't be popular, but is on its own merit. And, uh, yeah, man, there's a lot to unpack there too. I would love to have a Squid Games episode, but again, it'd be boring. Yeah, it'd be so boring with time. I, my my quick take: yeah. it was kind of, uh, and this is just like a this is like a culture is a foreign show. It's like a culture thing, and it only I think it only happened in the first like two or You're three. Like, episodes. It was kind of Asian for my tastes. It was very <laughs> handholdy. Guy, <laughs> <laughs> the the plot the dialogue was very handholdy for the audience. Uh, where it was, they would like overly explain. Now I have like I have a point. Things to that were going on. I can meet that directly. Did you watch it dubbed or subbed? No shame. Just let me. I I did a mix of the, of both. Okay. Uh, I think I watched like half of the first two episodes, both dubbed and subbed. Like I do half for one, and then like the second half I do the other one. Because I am planning a rewatch because it starts. This is the first show I've ever. Usually anime, whatever you put it on, it, it starts out automatically subbed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I usually just. I'm I'm pretty by the book, man. You know, however it starts out is how I watch it. So when Squid Game started out uh, dubbed, I just watched it that way. And the overwhelming consensus is that the dub significantly dumbs down the show. Uh, humorously slow. Like you're missing out on significant pieces of character and plot if you've only watched okay. it. Okay, I, I told Tom that it was like a Hideo Kojima script. Like parts of the first two episodes. Uh, I I don't want to. I have a few examples in my head, but they're kind of spoilery, so I don't want to say them. But it was like it was really just like yeah, they don't leave anything. There's nothing subtle about it. Game. It was. I need to play a game <laughs> for the, my life. Yeah, there's the, so if I lose the game, I won't be alive anymore. There's definitely on the it was. It was like that. There's there definitely a line games. where somebody like looks up and be like and is like, but these are games like we played when we were children. <laughs> Only now we're playing them, and if we lose, we die. And it's like, oh. <laughs> That's ironically, yeah, that happens. That happens. Thank you, yeah. exposition man. <laughs> and he dies. Like, it's somebody like running. Like, if you could picture a Godzilla movie, it'd be like if somebody runs by and is like, that's Godzilla. If he steps on us, we'll die. And then you never see him. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> Then he gets stepped on immediately. Yeah. yeah. So, that having been said, uh, I, I liked it a lot. It was really good. Uh, I don't have any complaints. Like, it was. It was like someone, it wasn't just like someone had like a cool gimmick for a show. Oh, we'll have a show where like people play a bunch of kids games, but for real. It like, and then they just made a show about it. Like it, I, it, it, it earns it. It, I, really it, was, it was pretty good. I have to say, I don't think it could have gone better for me because I literally went in blind again, thinking that I was doing the world a favor watching it and had zero <laughs> hype and zero expectation. And it was so You're good. welcome, Korea. <laughs> yeah, that was how I felt. Yeah, I mean, we made fun on. of myself. Yeah. I made fun of myself for about that last week. That was literally like... <laughs> oh, yeah, the key to the city. Yeah, yeah, I, I really did yep. think that. Um, but going in with apps before, like... I just watched too much TV, I guess, man. Because, like, it was before there was any hype wagon behind it. And uh, since I went into it that way, I loved it so much. It was such a great surprise. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it was definitely one of those once you pop, you can't stop shows. Even, uh... You know, I, we bring up Jack. He's basically still the fourth cast member. We talk about him so much. He hates television. He's and, here and even spirit. he's even he's watched it. Oh, by the mm. way, before I forget, props to him. He had his baby. Healthy, happy. Oh, oh yes. Uh, congratulations. We're not going to throw out. I know you'll out. never listen to this. Nah, he doesn't listen to this. But uh, <laughs> we'll say congratulations to him anyway, and I'm sure all of our fan will be very happy. A beautiful <laughs> baby named Thessalonius. <laughs> <laughs> Thessalonica. Ecclesiastes. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bartholomew the fourth. <laughs> yeah, congratulations to him and his wife. It it, it went very well, and the baby is absolutely stunningly beautiful. With a big old hair, uh, head of like really thick black hair. It's pretty cool. So, Tom, I'm, I'm looking at that. the topic list. It looks yeah. like you had an interesting couple of weeks. I did. Yes, I, yeah, actually, it was one <laughs> week. I had a very bizarre. <laughs> Well, to be fair, Mercury Mercury was in retrograde according to the horoscopes. So. Oh, well, that explains everything. <laughs> There's another newspaper. Montero is in Gatorade. What are you going to do? <laughs> oh, yeah, I just can't stop it. Yeah, so <laughs> it started out um, Saturday. What Saturday would this have been? This would have been the 9th, I guess. Yeah, the 9th. Shane and I had a, a date night, you know, the classic. Go to a nicer restaurant, this uh, sushi place down here. It's actually by Big Bowl in that same mall. I don't know if you remember that when we went there before the killer show, Sam. Oh, yeah, I wasn't there. I wasn't invited. (laughs) It was yummy, yummy in my tummy. Anyway, we go to this uh, restaurant waiting to be seated. Um, There's a couple in front of us. By the way, that's how you know that I have a kid because I said that, and I was not being ironic. That's just how I talk. (laughs) It just came out. It's just in the lexicon. That was very very unironic. (laughs) 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 Sorry, go on. (laughs) There was this, so it started out kind of weird because there there was this couple in front of us waiting to be seated and uh, the gal was up talking to the hostess and then her, I don't presumably boyfriend, I guess. I don't really know, and you'll see why in a second. Was sitting on the waiting bench, and he just like shouts, "Make sure we get a nice table, one under the air conditioning." Like at her to tell the hostess, even though they're oh, like God. within four feet of each other. All th- all three of them together. So then, the gal leans in and whispers something. Obviously, she was not happy with her. Uh, I guess boyfriend screaming rudely at her while she was trying to get a table. Anyway, that was kind of weird. We got our table. We got sat down. I look over. This couple's sat kind of kitty corner to us. So we're on like a two-person, like, um, you know, chair and table, and they were in a booth. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we get our appetizers, eat that. Everything's swell. Have a nice cocktail. Then all of a sudden, this couple just gets up and starts throwing hands. And just screaming what? at each other. <laughs> yeah. This was a literal fight at yes. a sushi restaurant? <laughs> it was. It sure was. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, apparently, I don't know, the guy took the girl's phone. At least that's what she's screaming. And then the girl, this is the funniest part. Uh, instead of, like, dealing with the POS guy who took the phone, she, like, grabbed something and threatened to break some glass <laughs> in the restaurant if he didn't give it back. It's like... <laughs> What kind of tactic is that? What did the restaurant do? I'm going to break this plate that the is a yours. The restaurant didn't steal your phone. <laughs> like, anyway, so yeah, it was just like, you know, then they had to get like four people over there to break it up. Uh, they're both asked to leave. The girl leaves. She's fine. Just walks out as soon as she got her phone back, of course. Then the guy didn't want to leave. So he was sitting there awkwardly apologizing to everybody around him. Oh, no. He's just like, I'm real sorry about that, folks. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, God. And he's like, he was like grabbing. That's brutal. If, if, 
You can't just sit in a... If you lay hands on a woman and you're, like, <laughs> slapping her around, you can't just stay there. Yeah, you just sit me? back down. Oh, yes, let that me enjoy my is over. <laughs> that, that outing is <laughs> yeah, done. Like, you're lucky the police aren't dragging your ass out in handcuffs right now. Like, um, people are going... You know, this segues into something that I just want to talk about, in that people are going absolutely flipping insane. Like, society is crumbling before us. Have you guys noticed this? Is this something you have to deal with in your work-at-home jobs? I feel like... Uh, I just noticed this today. Do you remember, like, a couple years ago, there'd be, like, a video every four months of somebody going crazy on a plane? You'd be like, oh, oh look at that. And now it's, like, literally every day is, like, <laughs> you, you, go any, you go on, like, any, you go on Reddit, like, whatever, there's, like, a video of some, like, psycho lunatic absolutely going apeshit on an airplane, being held down by, like, four, five people. People are losing <laughs> their minds. No, they really are. Nice. So I still deal with the public on a daily basis. And like, I literally, I cannot, I cannot exaggerate the madness. Uh, people will cuss you out for nothing. You'll pick up the phone and they're already screaming at you. And, you'll be like, <laughs> and admittedly, I, I happen to work in a COVID environment, which brings out very strong emotions in people in general. Um, but it's just nuts, man. Like <laughs> I've had to have so many talks with people or I've had to be like, like, Hey, cause it happens to be my job. Yippee. To deal with complaints, um, and I have to. There's there's times where I'm having to learn how to politically be like, well, hello. Um, I'm very sorry that you weren't happy, but I would ask you to remember that we are all human beings, and that you have to treat us with the respect that you expect to be treated with. And this is just way off the reservation here, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Do they calm down after that? Usually? No, they get angry, <laughs> and then they of complain course. to my boss. <laughs> He was so rude asking me not to scream at him. That's literally, that's, I mean, you think so, but that's literally what it is. <laughs> awesome. How dare he think he can tell me what I, how I can talk. That's like actual complaints I've gotten. Oh, man. Uh, people are crazy. They Which really are. also segues from your story back into another story. Same yes. week. Two days later, this happened. I'm sitting on my couch. It, upstairs in our living room it's like well it's starting to be winter so it's getting darker earlier so it was like i don't know 7 30 or something and it's pretty dark out um watching the wire as you do so out i hear pounding of, on the uh, door out of respect of my man dying what oh oh yeah that guy <laughs> i was like what do you mean your man dying? the guy who plays omar right you're talking yeah. about yeah mm, yeah rip yeah, rip in peace. That guy was great. Um, so I hear a pounding at the door. I kind of go to our kitchen, peek out the front to see who it is. I don't recognize this guy at all. Older guy. Um, so I was just like, okay, I uh, guess I'll open it up and see what this is all about. Open it up. He just kind of looks at me, and I was like, hey, can I help you? He's like, oh, sorry. I was like, what wrong door? And he's like, just stared at me, and then he gave me nuts, <laughs> and then he went on his way. Little did I know, when he went on his way, he just went to my neighbor's house, started pounding on his door, <laughs> oh, and my God. neighbor is like <clears throat> old ex marine, boomer age white guy, and <laughs> he did not appreciate it. We'll just say, <laughs> um, and uh, he told him off pretty quick. So then the guy comes back to my house at this point. Oh God. At this point, I was just like told Shay, I was just like, just call the police. 
Like, I don't, I'm not dealing with this. And he kept pounding on the door and I was trying to like talk to him to at least calm him down. Cause he was just kind of, he didn't know where he was, was basically what it came down to. Okay. Like, I think, I don't know. It could have either been some kind of like dementia or he could have been high as balls. It was kind of hard to tell. I don't have enough experience with either one to say for certain. So he's like just yelling through the door, saying like changing his story all over the place. He's like, you gotta let me in, man. And I'm stuck out here with all this snow. And it's like, <laughs> it was like a mild evening. Very nice out. And uh-huh. I was like, it's not snowing, man. He's like, yeah, I'm just gonna die out here with all this rain. I was like, it's not raining either. I can see out the window. Um, oh no. And, uh, There's all these locusts. <laughs> And he's just like, it's tornadoes. <laughs> There's Bengal tigers out here. And then eventually he insinuated some kind of threat to me. I don't remember exactly what he said. And, I was, and then I literally just said, are you threatening me now, sir? And he's just like, no, no, man. I thought we were getting along pretty well. And I was like, I thought we were too. <laughs> I'm just shouting through the door. He's peeking through the little window at the top of my door. It's like so eerie. So then I go out, I, was, I just say, I, hey, and he keeps complaining about this rain and the snow. And I was just like, okay, tell you what, man, I'll come out and I'll talk to you and I'll be in the rain and the snow with you. How does that sound? Like, okay. Dude, and don't do just, that in the future, please. Like, yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. that cares about you and likes you as a human being, please don't do that next time. <laughs> well, so <laughs> he is, it wasn't like an older guy. He's like frail. I could, I could have took him is basically what it comes down to. And, but sure. anyway, I could tell he wasn't like, he was just confused and lost and didn't know where he was and was either high as shit or demented. So I just like went out there. I didn't like give him a hug or anything. I wasn't standing like on his shoulders. But I was just like, okay, I'll just talk to this guy, calm him down so he stops pounding on my fucking door, first of all. So I'm just talking to him. He's like so far out of it. <laughs> he's, he thinks he's in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, <laughs> okay. Outside of his work Not quite. site. But then at the same time, he was talking about how he knew somebody who lived in the house named, I don't even remember what the name was, Latoya or something. And I was like, I, there's no one by that name here. So I'm just talking to him. Um, <laughs> the cop shows up, finally. And he just kind of walks up, shines a flashlight in his face, and basically shoos him away. Like, shoo, shoo, shoo. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out a giant fly, a comical like inflatable fly swatter. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, he it yeah, and he was like just got a call for like an active shooter, so he made it known to everybody around that he didn't want to be here dealing with this shit. So basically, he said, "Get the hell out of here," and then left. And he's just like, as he was leaving, he's like, "Yeah, if he comes back, just give me a call." <laughs> I was like, "Okay," and. The funny thing is, the, la- the last thing that guy said as soon as he was told by the cop to leave is, y'all is some Ku Klux Klan motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, was, this, was this guy a white guy? or No, he was black. Wow, props for getting this far in the story without mentioning it. That would have been like the first detail. <laughs> no, it makes the punchline funnier. True. Because <laughs> me and the cop just kind of like rolled our eyes like, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, this is the same thing as being a Klansman telling you to stop trespassing and being high on my property. Talking about snow? <laughs> That's not, yeah, oh my god. So that was one week. That happened in the, the course of one week. It was very, uh, very strange times. It's a very disconcerting feeling. Life in the big city. Trying to get into your house. 
Yeah, I yeah. told the story about when I was in college and I was living. Uh, I rented a closet, right? And that's yeah. like oh, I'm not yeah. exaggerating. Like I lived in a closet. Um, because the rent was cheap, and at about two in the morning, I had somebody just wander into my room, and I was like, "Sup, bud?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm not supposed to be here." And I was like, "Nope." <laughs> and then he just left, and all I heard was him go back downstairs. As far as I know, he wasn't like a friend of my roommates or anything. <laughs> just like a dude. Never saw him before. Never saw him again. I, I hope that he's <laughs> yeah, it's just it's wild the odds of that because I'm sure this guy that came to our house just like stumbled off the bus and just like picked a house to just. Or I don't know what his thought process one he was. He was obviously like in the stratosphere. So yeah, it's weird. But haven't seen him since. He wandered off into the night, and now he's uh, wherever he, <clears throat> he is. He probably froze to death in all the snow and ice. That's true, and the rain. He, he got pneumonia from the rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I have a question. Maybe a question for Sam. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe a general one. So, when you're going to medical school, you're like, I'm going to be a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. You graduate, you do like your residency and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And at some point, you specialize. Yes. You're, you're like, all right, I'm going to be like an orthopedist. Or now, like, for oh, the record, I'm gonna... you have to apply. Ah, like, you okay. You apply for your specialty. And just because it's the one you want doesn't mean that it's what you get. But anyway, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Is it... Is it based on like like Scores. availability for classes? You're, you're, or? you're graded like all the way through your residency and everything because you start out doing just doing a general one and then you pick your specialty. And ah, you basically okay. get to you get to apply for like three. You choose like you know ortho, optometry, and psychiatry. And based on your it's called your step scores. You take three step tests. I believe it's three, and they're progressively harder. And you get graded each time. And then when you get board certified, you get a grade as well. And that actually comes after you have to get board certified in whatever you specialize in. So there's like your general, there's like your med school exam, there's your board exam, and then there's your specialty exam, and then there's other exams you have to take along the way for your specialty. <laughs> Sounds awful. Yeah, being a doctor is a nightmare. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, well, so 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 there's somebody, I guess I would imagine there's people in med school right now who are like, I want to be a neurologist, or like, oh, I want to be an immunologist, or whatever, right? Yep, absolutely. How do people wind up in like urology? Is there somebody out there who's like, the yeah, I want to really look, look at dicks all day. Urology pays well, dude. You got to understand when you're, when you're actually like a doctor, doctor, like it's just the body, man. You don't care. Cause I used to wonder <laughs> that about like proctologists. Right, like, no way, I literally want to deal with poop all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, but there's no, are, are you desensitized to that pre like actually dealing with it in the real world? There's a lot to unpack here. And, and to start out, I will say that there if is If you're a proctologist, there certainly is. <laughs> <laughs> there is, there, you know, I don't want to, I don't know how to say this without saying it. A lot of doctors are not just like you and me. <laughs> uh, <there's, laughs> to get started, there is a heavy correlation, a scientifically proven correlation between being a medical doctor and autism. I'm not making that up. Look it up. It's, there's a lot I thought of- you were going to say sociopathy. There, there's that as well. That's actually kind of where I was getting. Um, and uh, yeah, you kind of cut to it. There's, there's a lot of that separation of the person and um, the patient and what you're studying. Now, not all of them. Of course, there are lots of doctors who are not like that at all. Um, but there's a huge percentage that are. And I'm not going to come out and like say something like, yes, all doctor, all proctologists, all urologists are autistic. But <laughs> I will say that it helps. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> Also, the specialties pay 
really well. A general practice doctor makes about a third to half of what a, a really high specialist doctor makes. Like all doctors are not paid equal. It's not the military. You're not like, oh, I'm a doctor. I make this much. It's you're paid by. So, so the dudes looking at dicks all day make like six, seven hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good lord, yeah. Yeah. nice. <laughs> all right, I would do that. Yeah, it's pretty easy. I would do it for a third. Do you get extra for like blowjobs? All right, question answered. All right. Like, I'm sorry. Like, what is your problem? I guess I want to flip this around. What's your I, problem I with just, dicks? I just deal with poop or dicks at, or feet ever, all day, and I get paid like three quarters of a million look, dollars. In the same way, you can walk into. I, I'm saying this as somebody who's who's done a lot of catheters. I've held a lot of dicks in my hand, and I've and a few of them have gotten hard while I've been doing it. Um, just the way it goes. You know what? You can appreciate a dick the same way you can appreciate a painting in a museum. It doesn't have to be gay. Like you get to a point. Like I've seen enough naked bodies parts at this time that I am very, very straight, and I can very, very comfortably suck a dick with no problem. And I think <laughs> that's okay. You know? Is that a medical procedure? <laughs> if you, you do suck the venom out, exercise your prostate. Don't act like you haven't seen the videos online, Doctor. <laughs> I mean, a snake bit my penis. <laughs> well, we're just gonna have to suck the venom out. That's right. <laughs> And they bill my insurance ten grand, ten thousand dollar blowjob from a doctor. <laughs> no, it would have a fancy medical name. They yeah. would just call it something semen, so crass. Uh, an oral semen extraction. They, they would they would call it like uh, uh, venom egress, a soft bris. The venom part, you'd have to say semen or whatever the fancier word for semen is. I'm sure there's a. Very well, no, if I got bit by a if I got bit by a snake, Nobody like that would be the treatment, right? Soft bris joke. Oh, I, would you, I didn't hear what you said. I said it's a soft bris. Ah, uh, well, it's less funny now because now I knew yeah, it was yeah, a joke. Yeah, that's like when you know the punchline four times before you. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny, <laughs> but it is funny. All right, because I guess that answers rabbis my question. Suck baby dicks. Spermatozoa. True. So it'd be or jism. I didn't know jism was like a scientific. I don't know if it's Wait, there's no way. That's I refuse true. to believe. I refuse to believe. Jism. Like spermatozoa. Spermatozoa. I, I, that is. Or emission. The spermalopolip. Uh, yeah, spermatozoa extraction. An oral spermatozoa extraction. <laughs> Comma vigorous. Jism <laughs> <laughs> is a 2003 film. Spermatopolis? You know what, though? <laughs> I've seen that one. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was in India. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? Which word? Me? Yeah. Oh, jism. Oh, geez. that's the name of the movie? A 2003 Indian erotic f thriller filmed and edited by Amit Saxiana. He had one thing Amit on the mind. Amit Saxiana? Starring Grover. The Muppet? <laughs> oh, no, wait. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, hang on. I have, I have to screenshot this. Okay, just so you know, I'm not a lunatic. Okay? This is <laughs> the name was so long, it went onto a second row. And so it's just been part of the last name. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was just starring wait, who, Grover. Wait, hang on. Is it Grover John Abraham or is it Bipasha Basu Singh Grover? Th that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I like just John Abraham in the middle there. The next name is Gulshan Grover. Dude, all the, the Grovers. The, <laughs> the Grover family. <laughs> the Grovers are taking over. Okay, You I'm know, done. that actually brings me to something I want to talk Game about. You want to know Grover. what I miss? I genuinely, you want to know what I genuinely miss? What? I miss the 90s horror movie wave where anything could be like a horror movie. Like, you had $2,000 in a camera, it was a horror movie. 
Like they would be like, let's make a horror movie about President's Day where Uncle Sam, you know, comes because of a zombie. <laughs> Do you think Blair Witch started that or was it just part of it? No, this well, was, was way like before Blair Witch, bro. Craze. This was like, this was that, yeah, Blair Witch started found footage. I'm talking about like movies like Leprechaun and Critters and like oh, Gremlins yeah, really yeah, started yeah. that way. Yeah. Maybe What's you guys weren't part of it, but I used to love going to, uh, I used to love going to the movie store, to the horror section and like picking all the worst looking horror movies on a Friday night. And watching oh, I, yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch anything scary. Oh no, yeah, this same. is like when I was older. I remember Dude, the covers this though. Is, this is yeah, when I was same. older and like I would go over to a friend's house and watch them. Yeah. You better believe I wasn't allowed to like, I wasn't allowed to watch like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, man. Like there was no way I was. The satanic influence is pretty present throughout that. True. Show. Talking turtles. That shit's not okay. <laughs> that's not. That's not biological. That's not real. <laughs> I understand we're joking, but that was actually something I was told. No, sure. Yeah, we've same. We've, we've talked at length of the the Dobsoning of. Uh, oh God. Of most of our childhood. Is that guy still alive? I don't think so. Uh, think his like either his son or his grand. No, he's dead. But his son or his grandson is still around. And there's actually a viral video of him getting booed because he told a crowd to think about getting the COVID vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, he, like, he says, you no, should, James <laughs> Dobson is still alive. What? Is he like the uh, immortal emperor, em, emperor of uh, humanity? Is he just attached <laughs> to the throne forever? And He's 85 years old. That seems young. <laughs> God help us all. <laughs> I thought he was like doddering when I was a His kid. His family focus oh, yeah. is he retired? Is family focus still a magazine? Does he still write articles? Focus from on it? the family, Sam. What did I say? Family focus. Oh, sure. Focus on the family. You're right. And they also did Breakaway Magazine, I'm pretty sure. I read Breakaway Magazine. You still do? No. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. James Dobson.org is still alive and well. Well, it's a point. So much of this changes he has an everything. Only Relationship advice. Did you say, does he have an OnlyFans? I was thinking it'd be funny if it wasn't OnlyFans. <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask you a question right now. Yeah. If James Dobson had an OnlyFans, would you be able to resist? Well, I would definitely be on just... the subreddit that, that every OnlyFans has. <laughs> the curiosity, <laughs> it would kill like you I would have know. to know. I mean, it wouldn't necessarily be sexual, right? Like, it's not just because no, you have OnlyFans an OnlyFans actually, doesn't mean... You know, in typical in typical Tumblr fashion, OnlyFans was actually designed as like a place for like hip hop artists or artists of any kind or whatever to connect more with. It was like a professional, especially like a Patreon Facebook kind of thing, or Instagram yeah type thing. And then the pandemic happened, and a bunch of girls who didn't have jobs were like, "Man, I can make like I can buy an island if I just show a few pictures of my butthole." And now we have OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, that Twitch leak! Did you see anything on that? <laughs> I have actually no idea what you're talking about. Oh, well, Twitch got... No, they didn't get hacked, right? Someone leaked No, they it. got hacked. Well, actually, I guess we don't know. It could be it either one. it was or something. Well, anyway, a bunch of uh, profit numbers for Twitch streamers. And this is just payouts from Twitch, as I understand it, were leaked for, like, the top Twitch streamers. Mm-hmm. They make so much goddamn money. Like... It's painful. Hang on, I'm trying to. Think to about I'm trying it. to pull it actually up, makes me suicidal thinking about. Trying it. to pull up the numbers now. That's okay. I have an update for you. Um, oh God! Last week we spoke about how I was having um, a, an identity crisis, or I don't know what you'd want to call it, because an old acquaintance is super famous on TikTok, the app, right? Yep. I find out that his wife, who happens to be an anti-vax nurse, which I'm just going to say with no comment, because again, I'm trying not to be too petty about any of this stuff. 
um, mm-hmm. no longer has to work because what they do now is what they call hangouts, where you can pay, I'm not kidding, $40 for five minutes in a Zoom chat with them. They and do enough is, of that to pay all their bills? That's what I'm saying. Not only to pay their bills, oh my but to drive. Like, that is their job now. That's crazy. Life's not fair, man. I'm, do you, I, okay. <laughs> I, I, on the logistics side, how big of a pain in the ass would it be to schedule that many five-minute meetings? Yeah. Just all, like the clerical work? Oh, my God. And just trying 40, to get, like, Zoom to work or whatever. $40. I'm sorry. For $40, I would deal with it. For $40, I would deal with it? That's like uh, any other patient it depends on how many service. It depends on how many a day I'm doing. Honestly, I if it it would have to be like literally like a 100% raise or something over what I could to deal with like talking to that many random strangers and like fumbling through, "Oh, how do I turn my camera on?" whatever. No way. See, this is also, this is again who, how I know that we are in very different uh professions because what I say every day is <laughs> Hey, what's going on? Can you tell me your last name, date of birth? I want to make sure I'm in the right chart. Oh, that's cool. So what's going on? I understand you're here for a COVID test. Are you having symptoms or not? Were you exposed? What's going on? How long ago were you exposed? Okay, what are your symptoms? Okay, okay. Just so you know, this test isn't really effective if you haven't had symptoms for 24 hours or haven't been exposed in three to five. Oh, you still want to get tested? Okay. I just know that I have to make a note that this test is irrelevant and does not... You'll have to come back in three days. Yep. Okay. Thank you. All right. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll get you in here. So anyway, are you allergic to anything? Have you had the COVID vaccine? Um, are you on any medications? Do you have any chronic conditions? Um, okay. Uh, let's see. And have you ever had any surgeries? All right. Very good. Very good. Very good. Any alcohol use? Any illegal substance use? Okay. Very good. And are you having diarrhea, cramping, stomach aches? Have you been more tired than usual? Okay. Very good. Very good. Very good. How tall are you? How much do you weigh? All right. Come on in. I'm going to throw on some gear. I'm going to set up some tests and I'll be right with you. (laughs) I do that 800 wow, times a, a day. <laughs> 800 times a day. The man knows his craft. Uh, I don't even hear the, the words. Who? It's like the Matrix. I don't even hear the responses anymore. I just enter them in the computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beep, bop, boop, boop. Every so once in a while, somebody will say something like, I can't get up because I've had a heart attack, and then I kind of have to wake up, but very rarely. Uh, who's actually paying for this, by the way? Like, what? Do, what's the demographic? Do you know? For COVID tests? No, I'm kidding. For this, no, no. For this thing? So I have, I only know, I actually only know about this. I promise I wasn't stalking them. I only know about it because I happened to bring it up with uh, my sister and brother-in-law. Um, and my sister, of course, was like, you're so salty. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and they told me, like, they were rubbing it in. They were like, if you think, if you're mad, they're famous. Wait until you hear about this. And they told me about how that's their job now. And um, I don't know the specifics. It sounds like, based on what my brother-in-law, who's as jaded as me, it sounds like it's a lot of like, um, it's a very female centered audience that like mm-hmm. wants to live because their whole thing, they're, they're, I don't want to call it a gimmick. Like, I don't know what sets them apart is that they are a, like, again, like I've mentioned, like a happy married couple, but to an unrealistic extreme. Sure. Like it's, a, it's, it's almost to the point of being scripted. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing real about it. Nobody has a relationship like what they portray. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, so I think it's almost like the fantasy romance novels, you know, they just want to log in and, and live vicariously through talking to this married couple that's achieved something that is literally impossible. <laughs> and so uh, they talk man. to people, do they like give relationship advice or 
I, I honestly, I don't know. It sounds like it's a meet and greet type situation, but okay. for my own for my own mental health, I had to not look into it too much. <laughs> this hurts my brain. Remember when you had to like apply yourself and have a skill of some capacity? And now it's that, even like, crazier. It's society. Like, <laughs> like you dude, knew how to know how to like nail a board or something. And now, like, I don't fuck? even understand. I don't. I genuinely don't understand how the economy works, because now we have people like you know healthcare professionals and stuff like that making aggressively medium money, while twelve-year-olds make billions of dollars opening toys on YouTube, and not just one or two, but like hundreds of them. And I don't understand how that works. I don't know what that does to our future. Uh, I know that all of my nephews and nieces, they want to be YouTube stars. Like the idea of Hollywood or being an actor or a dancer or whatever doesn't exist. Now they just want yeah. to be social media influencers. Like that's the, that's how I used to say, like, I want to be Hulk Hogan. Now people want to be, you know, YouTube. It's going to be a uh, lot of useless people in like 50 years. I think the, can't the, do anything. the only thing that bothers me is that, and I've, I can't remember if I've talked about this just with you guys, or if this was when we weren't making the podcast for a while. Is I went on a deep dive and I looked up all the top streamers because I was like, man, what are they doing to get all this money? Like, what's the deal? Before I judge Licking it, I want to see. Licking a microphone for seven hours? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, I, cut out, I cut out all the tits because a lot of those people are famous because they have tits. That's just, that's not a sexist statement. It's, they have breasts. Well, no. That's, they have that's perky, bouncy breasts. That's point, a lot of them. This, we have the stats to back this up. <laughs> so I actually limited it down to like the male streamers who are making, you know, like Ninja. I watched a bunch of Ninja streams and <laughs> Dr. Disrespect is another one. And I was like, well, <laughs> I want to see what the big deal is. There's no entertainment value to it. It's not, they're not funny. They don't say interesting things. There's no banter. It's, I don't even know. Have you guys watched it? It's like vapid. And I don't mean that like, <clears throat> like, like it's just a dude in front of a screen. Yeah. There's a lot of people who make a lot of money streaming who have no personality at all. Like just like actual like wallpaper paste people, but they have, they have like an aesthetic they like they look good and the room they're in looks good and it's like lit well or whatever and they're and usually they, pretty good at the game they're playing yeah generally speaking and like that's it and they'll have like thirty thousand people watching them and they'll make like three hundred thousand dollars a month just like playing dr. video games dr disrespect i get his look it's an appealing look like that, was that guy that I guy has to, that guy has a real stick like that yeah. guy he's he's one of the few like uh like really really high earning high viewer streamers who like has he has like a character thing going on he's he's like he's trying to do something i will say he's that. not just sitting does, there like oh i shot that guy it's offbeat and it's very weird and i don't even know how to really define it and again i wouldn't call it entertaining but you are right in that he does stick to a persona <laughs> the persona seems mostly to be that he has a mustache and whenever somebody asks him a question he like stares off at the wall and then looks at the camera and goes well that's what it is or something. I don't know. Like I said, I can't really define it. Maybe I didn't watch enough of it and I'm not going to watch more of it. So sorry. Are you sure? Are you sure you don't want to go back and watch some of the awesome streaming we got going on? I, I, you know, this is one of the most like, and I'm not going to say boomer cause boomers are, but I'm going to say millennial cause I'm a, I am hard and fast in that millennial uh, age group. This might be a very millennial mm-hmm. thing to say, but I still don't understand watching people play video games. I did it to like support uh, Jack when he was doing the streaming thing for a while, and I, I did genuinely enjoy his stuff, but that's because he's my friend, you know? Whenever he would try to do like a raid on another stream and I would like watch it for a second, I just, there's no entertainment value in it for me. Mm-hmm. I don't understand yeah. it myself I think, at all. I, I watch a lot of Dota there, streams. There can be 
It depends, right? Because like just straight like what streaming is a lot of the time is just straight watching someone play a game that you either don't have or aren't playing, which is kind of I don't know. Some people enjoy it. I that that seems like <laughs> I'll just play the game, right? <laughs> like I can I can do that. Um if you could do something comedic or make content around something, like some kind of you know, you have your own framing device or shtick or you play it in a certain way or whatever, something interesting. Then I get it, because you're like, maybe you're doing something unique. Like, I mean, like, there's, like, even, like, video game reviews and stuff. You're pretty much just watching a guy play something and then explain what he thinks about it, which is kind of the same thing. It's usually edited in such a way that's more like a video essay. So that kind of stuff I get. But just watching someone, unless it's, like, a game I'm interested about, maybe for the story and I don't feel like paying for, then I'll watch a completely silent just playthrough of it mm-hmm. just to get the gist. Um. But yeah, I and most of the time, the like, you have to be a pretty funny motherfucker to like carry that. And there's not like many. Yeah, people that's who can the do thing. That. I think the biggest thing about streaming is <clears throat> it has. I've watched and really genuinely enjoyed some streams, but it's the thing about it is it's it's you have to like. I don't want to say go through the shit to find the diamond, but it's kind of like that because it's like. It's it's really boring for like forty minutes, and then it's funny as fuck for like two, and then it's boring as fuck for an hour and a half. You know? Yeah. That's and if true. you're there when the funny shit happens, it's excellent. But everything other than that, you're just gambling with your time, and there's really not much going on. The only good Twitch stream is that guy who has the green screen room and he dances. <laughs> to music. That guy's actually amazing. That guy yeah. has like an Adult Swim show in his in his basement. I don't know. But that guy is crazy. What's his name again? Uh, Sushi Dragon. Yeah. I haven't watched him in forever. The last I saw, he, he, he bought like a huge warehouse and it was literally just a giant green warehouse that he just ran around in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. All right. (laughs) Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I I mostly, I, I I watch Dota streams because I am interested in how people who are way better than me play, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, like that's for self improvement though. That's like yeah. almost like watching the technique, like like the way football players will watch their games on Tuesday mornings to see how they played. Like sure. I get that. Um, and you're that's because you're very very into Dota and you're trying to improve. But again, not for me. No judgment, and I I respect. You know, here's the deal: if you're not doing something like that, like if you're not trying to create some side income there, I don't know what you're doing. Even I've thought about streaming just because why the hell not? Let me put on my scrubs and I'll be like, I'm the game nurse. I don't know if you're <laughs> going to give me money for it. I don't care. Don't get a vaccine. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, the funny thing is, is that's probably the quickest way to get an audience these days. Oh, yeah. Honestly. You'd get instant on Twitch. <laughs> uh, doctors hate him. Yeah. Do that. What's like the most illegal? Could you do like a medical advice stream? You would lose uh, your license yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out like the most illegal like <laughs> You're getting pretty close to it right there. You're getting pretty close. <laughs> yes, this is medical advice. You should. Yeah. See a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the whole thing. Every call. Yeah, you go don't need to get doctor. that looked at. You, yeah, go, 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 that, go that, smoke that, a that bunch of sage. It's so true. <laughs> that hurts because that is basically my job. Oh yeah, you need to get snort that. Looked a, at. Snort a couple lines of smashed up multivitamins. Smoke a bunch of sage. Make tea. Packs of cigarettes ought to do make it. tea out of two dirty babies' diapers, and you'll be fine. <laughs> you can peasy. do that last one. 
Nice. It's got healing properties. Yeah. The healing power of poop. poop. <laughs> uh, all right. What else do we have here? Ever heard of probiotics? It's just poop. True. Oh, wait. Just poop. Okay. This is crazy shit. I don't know how much of this is real. I read some something kind of convincing about it. Poop? How um, there was a lot of research apparently going on in... This is gonna. You're gonna think I made this up. Maybe Sam won. Maybe he's heard of it. Uh, where they they do poop transplants. Yeah, that's very real. Fecal transplants. Yeah, where people yeah. who have like fucked up guts. Yeah, to 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 create healthy biomes. That's ten thousand and one percent real. That's I very feel like very real. We talked about this before. Did we? We might have. Yeah, there's a whole South Park episode about it. Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. Maybe it's not as weird as I thought it was. No, it's it's just funny. I mean, it's it poop, it sounds but yeah, weird it's fun. it's super. Yeah, weird. yeah. okay. Yeah, well, I they say take weird, healthy I mean, poop unknown. and they put it up your butt for sure. Yeah, nice. Do they just use a funnel and like a plunger? Just uh, it's pack it's, that it's stuff not even really that complicated. They actually it's just, just a shop make vac. You, they just slap your they, ass. They make oh, you shit. eat it in a biodegradable <laughs> bag, and the bag slowly deteriorates in your stomach, and then by the time it gets to your intestines, it you have to eat poo. Wait, is that actually true? No, I made that up. I was gonna say that sounds fucking vile. No, yeah, they shove it up your butt. Don't worry, we melted some gushers and smeared it on the bag. <laughs> One of the reasons proctologists make so much money, man. Poop That's fucking putrid. I, I wonder, now here's what I don't know, and here's what I wonder, is who's donating the poop? Are they getting paid? How do, you, how do they find the yeah, ideal how do they poop donor? I was, yeah, I was going to say, how do they figure out who has good poop? Because you go imagine, to a sperm bank or whatever. Like, is like it like a casting blood, call for like, hey, wagon? everybody? They it's just, like Squid yeah. Games where you get a card, like just to bring it back. You get a card. It's like the poop emoji. They're like, "Hey, we'll give you ten dollars if you show up and poop in this bag." They're like, okay. You know, like the blood drives where they have they park the van out front. It's like a porta potty. It's like porta like potty on with like seven porta potties. <laughs> just take your shit and we'll give you your five dollars. Porta potty in the back of like a rented U-Haul pickup truck. I'm gonna change subject right here and I'm gonna tell a funny story about something that happened to me this week. Yeah. Um, and we all know that I don't like fart jokes, but I do feel like this is a worthy <laughs> one. I've actually got two funny Sorry. gym stories. If we're telling two stories in, in sets of two, someone squatted and farted. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. So, you laughed. You laughed. You laughed at a fart. Um. No. So here's what happened. <laughs> I'm at the gym. It's pretty busy. Uh, on the half of the free weight side because there's a bunch of bros there. Um. When I eat, when I drink my protein or whatever, I just kind of have. I have that. I'm getting old man gut. Like it's starting to happen. Do either of you have old man gut yet? What do you uh, mean? I have normal gut. Old like man f- gut is when you're just like gassy like all the time and it doesn't matter what you do. I can't have onions anymore, do. really. Yeah. That's no, that's a disaster. It gets dude. worse. It starts like one or two and then suddenly every food you eat, you're like, oh, I guess this is just life now. <laughs> <laughs> if your dad busted ass a lot, like it's not his fault. Like it's just something that happens to you. So I've got that going on. And, uh, nice. And, the, and so what I do is I end up going to the other half, the empty half, like the yoga. Like that's why I laugh when you said yoga because there's like a yoga half to most any time fitnesses. And of course, when the free rip bows are there, nobody's in that half. So I go over there, you know, to bust ass. I have headphones on and I play my music pretty loud and I'm busting ass pretty loud. Like I'm not, no shame in my game. Like it's, it's pretty noisy, right? Like you mean you, you're ripping ass? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm farting. <laughs> I'm, I am. Just out loud. <laughs> There's no like groans, but like I'm pushing them out, man. <laughs> I'm pushing them out and I'm enjoying it. Uh, and then I go back and I do my sets. Well, I notice everybody's staring at me funny. And this is where I make fun of myself for my ego again. I happen to lift heavy in the gym. Um, and so naturally I assume that everybody's looking at me because I'm lifting heavy and like, I'm of impressing course. them. Because Look at this guy. Brain yes. That is where my head's at. 
Well, at some point, this goes on for like an hour. You know, I lift, I go bust ass, I lift, I go bust ass. Like, I do that for an hour, you know? And uh, at some point, my headphones got knocked off because I did something and I did something. And it turns out the music that usually plays in the gym had turned off. Oh, okay. So where I thought, like, you know, you assume that your busting ass is going to be covered up by the music and everything and nobody's going to hear uh, you. Oh, okay, yeah. It's not there. So these guys have been... Oh, <laughs> no. I still have when I think about it. These guys who aren't wearing headphones because they're in a group and they're all hanging out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, no. Just, <laughs> I have to clarify for my yeah. mental imagery. Yeah, yeah, so go you, ahead. You do a bunch of lifting, then you yep. walk across the gym to an empty room and just rip ass. Is that what happens? <laughs> over oh my and over God, and over dude. again, yes. That is brutal. <laughs> and, then, and then when oh I find out the no. end is that they've been hearing it the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and you just got a picture. I've been strutting because in my head, they're all so impressed with my lifting, and that's why they're staring at me. So when I go oh, back no. in, I'm doing like the back straight, chest high, like, check me out. <laughs> I'm doing that in the other room. <laughs> More like I'm Fortnite. To the <laughs> do you remember the the Fortnite Fortnite yeah, thing? More oh, like Grab Night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, that is fucking. That is horrifying. <laughs> oh my god, that's the funniest thing I think I've ever heard in my life. I thought you were gonna say that you took your headphones off and you realized that like your music was like blasting out your phone or something like that. Not oh, that no. you were like literally ripping ass for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> turns out my phone was actually a megaphone and I was holding it up to my asshole and just ripping so it. So then it makes so much more sense why nobody like went over there to do push-ups or anything. Like I was oh, like, Man. God. <laughs> like, literally nobody's using <laughs> this for the smoke screen. That's horrifying. <laughs> Oh God, I love it hilarious. so much. I love it so much. Because <laughs> they were all like, you know, college kids are all 19, 20, and they're just watching this dude just walk, walk, come out. Oh, walk, Jesus. How did lift? <laughs> That's brutal. Uh, anyway, the Next other thing that happened. just fart in people's faces when they're on the bench. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, that's what I did for the rest of the... Once I realized that it was out there, I just started busting ass wherever I was, and they just had to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would just leave. As soon as I realized, I'm out of there. I'm getting a, See, a new membership somewhere else. You'd think so, but I'm getting you, plastic surgery to change my how my face looks. If you start working out in any capacity, it takes so much will to get there, because oh, I don't care what anybody says. You Everybody hates working out. Like, I don't care who you are. You do it to either look at her because you need it for your profession. Nobody likes it. Yeah. And by the time okay. you've put in the effort and you've gotten there, there is nothing that's going to make you leave halfway because you've, you're committed. You're there. You're getting. Sure. You're checking the box, man, and you're not going to stop and go home. Okay. Very quick story. As you both know, there's a quick trip very close to my house. I go there very frequently, more often than I would like to admit. <laughs> I was in there. <laughs> I was in there like a month ago. Uh, I go in there, whatever, I have like my sandwich and like a fucking, like a peanut butter rice crispy bar thing and a coffee. And, uh, you know, I pay whatever, I go to leave. And the lady there, you want to know what she says? What? She says, see you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're a regular. I haven't been there since. <laughs> I'm not, I can't go. You go back in with a mustache. <laughs> Oh, these look I've got to either gain or lose a hundred pounds, and then I can go back. <laughs> You've already done that <laughs> once. You, you're, you're not you're not Christian Bale, bud. You can't keep doing that. I could go to I could drop down to a cool like one twenty and go back. 
I'm preparing for a role as another guy in Quick Trip. <laughs> I'm going to be an extra in uh, 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 Schindler's List 2. Oh, no. <laughs> the Schindlering. <laughs> Retribution. <laughs> Schindler strikes back. I'm going to be in uh, Goldstein Unchained. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't really touched that period. He needs to. He need before he retires. He needs to make his. Uh, he's done World War II, and he's definitely you know pro Jew. I think we can yep. say that pretty safely. He needs to make his Holocaust. Django Unchained. We kind of had the catharsis with uh, uh, Inglorious Bastards, Bastards yeah. a little bit. Yeah, that's that not might be really as close though. As he gets it, but let's look. That might be the closest we get. I want to see a cannibal uh, Holocaust movie where the Jews eat the Nazis. That's very the metaphor specific. for the entertainment, the entertainment industry. Is there a zombie movie about the Holocaust? Or is... No, is there? I'm pretty sure there is. It's like some. C-tier Do you think there's? Movie. Here's my question. I didn't have a question for today. Now I really have, I, and I was bummed because I couldn't think of a good one. Because if you haven't noticed, I've been trying to open up these things like almost like a, a talk show where you have like a funny little sequitur, not a one-off sequitur mm-hmm. when you start out. But now I have one, and I w- almost wish we could go back and edit it at the beginning. But it only makes sense in this run. This, this trail of thought has to be followed all the way through. Here's my question that I proposed to you all this week. Would it be possible to make a tasteful... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Go on. <laughs> a tasteful cannibal <laughs> Holocaust movie. Uh, like set in like a, a concentration camp with the Jews. Would it be possible I'm, to make... I am a firm like, could you, believer... Could you, could you do it with the symbolism and could you make it like as a, as a story about how the Jews rose up from, from Great Depression? Could you do that? I'm a firm believer that you can make a good movie about anything. I didn't say good. I said tasteful. Those are two very different things. <laughs> you can make a good movie about anything. I said tasteful and I chose my words very carefully. I think the only way you could... <laughs> the only say, way... Could you okay, make a, okay, a okay, cult okay. movie? I, I said, could you make one that like... People would like drink champagne and be like, mm, yeah, so I see what this The only way, it would have to be like the craziest, like the most fart sniffing hoity toity, like meta art piece ever. Or it wouldn't <laughs> work at all. But like, how would you do that? Like, that's, that's what makes this interesting. Not just like a yes or no answer, but like, what would that look like? How would you make it a fart sniffing hoity toity? Like, what, what's the opening scene? Like, what is it? Just like go full avant garde and say that's like how you interpreted man. Oh it's like, yeah, it's just in a it's just in an empty studio, and it's yeah. people wearing full spandex suits, and they're just pantomiming <laughs> being zombies, and then there's some guy just babbling nonsense in the corner, going. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> who is? No, no, no. I got this. I got this. Uh, who is? Um. Oh god, who's the guy who makes all the shitty video game? Uwe Boll. That guy. Yeah. You get yeah. Uwe Boll to make it, okay? But then the, so it's like, it's, it's horrifying. It's like the most bottom of the barrel, like just <laughs> every way imaginable. This movie is like, people will actually rise up and kill you for making this movie. It's so bad. Okay. So you do that. So you basically, you didn't try it all. You phoned it in, but then you go on the marketing tour and you pretend that it's like the super high level, like, uh, like pushing the boundaries meta art and that that's how it's interpreted. And then nobody will be able to tell the difference between that and garbage. And then you get away with it. Interesting theory. It, it'll be like, um, <laughs> it'll be like that time. Those, those guys, like, uh, I forget. It was like, I think it was a banana. They went to like an art exhibit 
and they like stole the thing that was on the pedestal and just put a banana there and like took pictures of people like admiring the banana all day. <laughs> I've seen that. A lot of people have done similar things and it always works out. Yeah, I'm just saying banana. I can't remember what it was. It'll be like that. Like people I know exactly won't be able what you're to tell the di- Yeah, if you make this if you make the movie like that, people won't be able to tell the difference if you tell them. You just them have to make it a silent really film in black and white and like you can yeah. get away with just about anything. That's that's it. True. I'm like really racking my head about this. Like what would the opening shot in a genuinely artistic Holocaust concentration camp movie? <laughs> like what kind of symbolism do you put in there? Every word it, you like, say makes the makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to picture like like you have like you, you have to set it up you have to take it very seriously so it starts out with them all getting off the trains and you know the gas showers and all this stuff and then what you do is you have the Nazi look exactly like um they're all Bill Gates. from Evil Dead no you have it like Bill Gates <laughs> you have it like uh, Jeff Bezos <laughs> you have it like all the rich people and um, that's that's who the Nazis like are made to look exactly like. And like you subtly like they have the swastikon and everything, but then on their other side of their shoulder, you have like the symbol for their business. <laughs> like, you like never Walmart draw attention in. to it. Yeah, you like never draw <laughs> attention to it. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just there. Yep. The concentration camp is actually just a strip mall. That's that's eventually it zooms out and it turns out that it was it actually it wasn't was all in a, a snow Holocaust. globe the whole it time. Was, and then at the very the very last thing, like the screen goes b- black and it goes consumerism colon the movie. The real Holocaust is capitalism. That's right. Yes. But that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeffrey Bezos and all them never get attacked. It's just the the that's the twist is that the Holocaust zombies they only eat each other. Yeah. See, I've the done twist it. I've is the, it. the Holocaust I've is happening it. to all of us right now. I've cracked In our it. brains. But it. <laughs> Start a GoFundMe. I'll make this movie. I think that I've. I think I've done it. See, this is why I'm in the wrong field. Yeah, true. You should be making tasteful Holocaust zombie. I'm like movies. the guy that I'm, I'm Herman Melville, the guy that wrote Moby Dick. Like I won't be appreciated until 200 years after I'm dead. Was he one yeah. of those guys? Yeah, dude. His his book bombed, and that's because it was not good. <laughs> Call me Ishmael, bro. <laughs> Have you ever read Moby Dick? I did a huge no, paper on it. I've read, read Moby, Moby Dick about a hundred times. It's so bad, dude. There's good parts. Really Is it actually parts. bad? Like, it's, well, it's like a lot of. I, well, I, haven't, I've, I haven't read a ton of classical. Books, let me ask you: Do you like, want to read? Like, do you want to read about ten thousand words about holding another guy's hand and squeezing whale fat? Because that's a lot of the middle of the book. Is that true? Damn. Oh yeah. It's always, it's always been really interesting to me. Like, I because who knows? Like, literally countless books ever have been published, and. It can't just purely be because they were the greatest books in the world that, like, we have this lexicon in, like, America, at least, uh, of, like, all these, like, classic literature books that you have to read or that they make us read in school, you know? Like, it can't be the case that those just happen to be all the greatest ones. Like, there's got to be some luck there or just, like, these weird, like, however well, it happened a, must have been some weird coincidence. Luck is a huge component to everything. There's, sure. there's absolutely... Like, I love the phrase, what, luck is just preparation paying off, and I believe in that. But sure. luck, it's impossible to, to minimize that anybody who's gotten anywhere is lucky. Justin Bieber should not be as, still as famous as he is. There's been a huge luck component there. Um, the fact that I can turn on my, my streaming service and he has a new movie out that a million people are watching. Like, he did not make good music as an eight-year-old and should not still be prevalent in the... In the zeitgeist right Sure. Now. Uh, Fair. Luck has done that. Um, the Walking Dead is a good comic. Don't get me oh, wrong. Oh, God. It's not... Yeah, that show. 
No. The show is it still on? Yeah. Oh, there's a that guy's of like it. a multi-billionaire now. I don't know. God how help he us has, all. Again, the comic's good, but there was absolutely no formula for that. Just it's just another zombie story. The fact that it became the one that dominated the universe makes no sense. <laughs> there there's are eleven seasons and counting. Yeah. Like the first season's the only good one. And the I think the reason it became so popular is because it had like somewhat of a budget behind it, and it, it was you know it had the comic book writing that like, uh, I think depressing you know hopelessness that the comic book had that it was writing on. And, that was and like, I, I think won't pretend like, I, think it had a few I loved the first season like everybody else did. I think the there were a few things. Hooked, there was man. like zombies for like mainstream were like at their peak pretty much. Yeah, maybe yep. maybe falling off a little bit, but it was the it the, the stock was way up there, and then. Uh, TV was like like dramatized like TV series were becoming a huge deal at the same time too. It was like Mad Men and yeah. Breaking Bad going on, like it was yeah they were they were like they ticked every box like all the luck t- the timing boxes they had them all down. And the first season was good. I want to cl- I want to very very much clarify that the first season of Walking yeah Dead it was, was excellent. It set up a lot of things that never got paid off very well, but it was very good for a mini for a mini season. It was very good. Yeah. Um. Even let's let, even more to a point. Here's one that got really lucky. It was Fifty Shades of Grey. Do you know how much Twilight fan fiction there is? <laughs> you could start reading it now and you yeah, you, there, there you is, wouldn't finish before you died. That's the truth. You could you could start reading <laughs> Twilight fan fiction from now to the day you died and you wouldn't read it all. The fact that that one somehow became another million dollar franchise makes no sense. So luck is absolutely a part in any success. And Moby Dick, I think, absolutely got lucky. Now, to be clear to all of my literature... So, Moby uh, Dick is the Fifty Shades of Grey of its era? Of whaling books, yes. I would That's a hot take. Of, wh- of whaling books. <laughs> the, whaling books. the vast the, the library. genre of whaling tales. <laughs> uh, but, to, but just to all my literature nerds out there, I'm not saying all of Moby Dick sucks. There's an incredible novella in there. But I, I would slap anybody in the face who told me that they love every word of Moby Dick. As somebody that has read it at least eight times... No, you don't. Why that many times? Because when you're an English major uh, and you have to do reports on it, you, again, I think I've spoken to this before, you can't really just, like, you can't write a a term paper on, yeah, Moby Dick's a good book. (laughs) And you can't just be like, I think Moby Dick is actually about the power of friendship. Like, you you basically always end up writing a history paper on what was going on in the culture and what it was actually about. And of course, Moby Dick is about industrialism. And what I did, because I'm a schmuck, is I also said that it was about the um, changing... My actual paper, I can't remember the exact title, but it was it was something about the changing perspective of masculinity in a um, male-dominant uh, industry, which was about like how they were... And basically what I wrote about was the changing perspective on um, friendship in a post-war era. A post-depression era, and I'm not going to bore you on that, but that's the kind of stuff you write about. To do that, you have to, you can't just say that. You have to back up everything you say with something from the text. So you end up reading <laughs> the book a billion times looking for anything that supports what you're writing about. And, uh, is, and I hope that as I'm saying this, you all know that I'm rolling my eyes very heavily at myself and in no way think that I accomplished anything. <laughs> it was, like, I hope that that's coming through. Um, but that's what you do when you're an English major and you know, you'll notice that I'm not an English person anymore (laughs) and I highly suggest going to school for something that you can use. He became Scottish, not English (laughs) anymore. 
Well, maybe we should jump into some music time, huh? Oh, yeah. Crust in the Wind. Crust in the Wind cue, the theme song. I close my ears These bands all had a moment And that moment's gone All these songs Pass before their ears to mediocrity Crust in the wind All they are is crust in the wind And we're back I say, and we're back. I'm not. Well, I said it. Sue me. Or and we're me. back. You can do whatever and you want. We're back. <laughs> All and right. We're back. We listen and to. And we're back. Are you done? And we're back. We. We listen. We listen to. I'm waiting for it. No. All right. We listen and to. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> attention, attention by Shine Down. Let's go through first. I'll start, uh, you know, the normal scale, negative five to five, uh, minus two. Hmm. All right. I'm going to go minus three. Hmm. Sam? Uh, this was the definition of a zero album. This made no impact on me one way or the other. I think I did this uh, for another one. I want to say it was... Oh, I want to say it was Scott Stepp, but I can't remember. I agree with you, Sam. It's a total zero. It's like, it's like, um, it's like lukewarm. It's like body temperature water, where you like you dip your finger in a in, a, in like warm water or something. You can't even tell that the because the temperature is the same. You know, you can't even tell. It's like that, but music. But it's so <laughs> generic. It, it it offends me. I have to I have to knock points. <laughs> I respect that. I'm not gonna argue it. This is an album that I. So I listened to this uh, exactly a week ago from last Saturday because I wanted to make sure that I heard it because I felt bad about last time. Um, and I always write notes because despite how freeform this podcast is, I do try to bring some some content to it. And I'm, I'm going to read my notes to it. And this is because I don't really remember the album too well. Uh, mixed good or mixed well. So I yep. liked I, particularly Agreed. the drums. I thought the drums came through very well. Um, and then the special song, LOL. <laughs> Which one that's, is that? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's, yeah. There's one it's song that's all yeah. about how, like, you're not special. And I don't hate it. Like, I'm not going to rip on it, but I thought it was very funny. Just, I don't like anybody that's made their money in a very blessed profession telling me that I need to not worry about my life. <laughs> that always annoys me. Like, stop trying to get this, kid. You're not, you're, you don't have the abilities that I have. Like, I don't know. It just... <laughs> If a band made up of people who aren't millionaires says that, you're like, yeah, we're on the same level, but these are people that got very lucky and got to live the dream, and they're telling me not to worry about chasing my 15 minutes. It's kind of just like, fuck you guys. True. <laughs> I have no problem with the message of the song. It's just the fact that they're the ones singing it to me. Sure. Especially when they don't yeah. have the talent to back up. The yeah. 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 But you know what I mean? Biggest- I, I want to point out the, uh, oh. the Kill Your Conscience song is the <laughs> most shameless and th- not for lack of attempts by other bands. It is the most shameless Imagine Dragons ripoff I've heard in my entire life. Oh, yeah. I didn't. You're probably right. I didn't get those vibes from anything. I might have zoned out, to tell you the truth. I don't remember anything sounding like Imagine Dragon. 
It's bad. Go back it if you bad. want to remind yourself of it, but it just horrifying. Yeah, I, yeah, I can. You can literally picture them in the studio playing the song over and over again, trying to figure out what they can change. <laughs> <laughs> this album, like, in I guess a similar vein to like it had thematically, like whereas saliva was, yo, bro, I'm gonna beat the, I'm gonna beat you up, or I'm gonna find you after school, I'm gonna beat you up, music. And he was just talking about how he's gonna beat me up in every song. This album was like, I'm crazy. I'm just a crazy guy, and it's okay to be a little crazy. Have a you know, go a little crazy. It was like half of these songs were justifying or rationalizing that it's okay to be a psycho. Yeah, <laughs> I did like, have this thought. like as we've done this to ourselves, crusting the wind, and as as we've exposed ourselves to these albums. I will say that I 100% understand why Rock died. <laughs> yeah. And, and I will the, say Rock deserved to die. Yeah. yeah so, like, yeah, true. So, so but here's the thing. Everybody's out to make money, especially the music industry. Like, that is obvious. But the difference with a lot of pop, well, it's kind of coming back around, but a lot of pop music for a very long time and Rock, especially Rock, before, I don't know, 2010, well, even probably before that, early 2000s, you, <laughs> at least the music would point out interesting things. Like, the end goal was still money. You still yeah. want to make money and have a super popular record. But at least the people making the music would point out interesting things or do something interesting sonically. Now, there's nothing being pointed out. You just write the most generic lyrics that you yeah. could possibly craft. Yeah. And you copy and paste whatever is popular at the time, and then that's your album. So it's all just like this. It's like copy of a copy of a copy, and it's just like this. Mm-hmm. Most, it's they, yeah. they might as well just put out an album that's just <laughs> for like two hours because that's you know where it's going to end up. Needs more JPEG, basically the album. What's funny is I have what I've written down here is that listening to all of these albums in a row have shown like just so like so vividly how much of a race to the bottom like writing music for the radio really is how it's like it's like condensed everything that's awful about it down uh to be like more pure every single time anyone tries it's just gonna be beeps and <laughs> his music is so bad dude i'm telling you have you Beep. listened to maroon five songs that's basic oh my god i hate maroon five, no, maroon five. Such a passion. <laughs> should we so put them on the time, list every time i hear a song it's it's literally just like, hey girl, you look. Well, what's that Adam Levine? Yeah, they kind of invented that. He has that. one of like the worst voices I've ever heard. I actually I, hate. I, I Adam would actually Levine's disagree voice. with that. I would disagree. I think that he has an amazing voice. I think that he could sing really well if he wasn't trying to do this weird jingling of your keys that is pop music these days. I think he can sing. I think that he can't. I, I think that for what's on the radio, he's learned that. He shouldn't sing it. Instead, he should just make a bunch of weird, indistinct noises with the and make a bunch of money over it. And you know the 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 semi truck dumps a pile of money on his lawn. <laughs> and to that, I, money? I would auto tune my voice and. I mean, I would do that. But every time uh, I hear a song, I just all I can think of when I hear Maroon Five is like when you guys don't have kids, but you work it. You've seen it where you take your kid to get like a picture taken, a family picture, professionally. And the, the guy at the camera makes noises and moves oh, to try yeah, to get yeah, them to yeah. smile. 
That's yeah. Maroon Five. Maroon, that's what Maroon Five is. They're just trying they just to turn come your on head. the radar. They try <laughs> to get you to turn around by making a bunch of random noises, and they've gotten very rich doing it. But my God, are they creatively bankrupt? And I hate them. I think what was the last thing that we talked about? Oh, it was uh, Avatar, the the movie. That Maroon Five make me as angry as Avatar, the movie does. <laughs> I hate them so much. Yeah. But this, this isn't about Maroon Five. No, it's not. No, it's not. This is about uh, uh, Shine Down. Shine Down. Yes. I can't even remember so, the name of the band. And I haven't confirmed this theory yet, but I think this album is actually so bad that it's making me question if I actually did like their first album. So I have yet to go back and listen to it. I was never a Shine Down fan, so I'm. Happy I to thought say their it. first one was decent. I don't. I haven't heard it in so long. What I couldn't. You know, staring I mean, down the barrel of a forty-five. Yeah. Oh it's, yeah. This was never my. It's kind almost of like this isn't even that band. It's like a totally different. No, band. It's yeah. Not, it's not even. It's it's generic. I don't know. Bring me the horizon slash Imagine Dragons slash I don't know every other. Do bring me the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Very mature critique. I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway i thought this was a piece of shit album yeah, it was i hated very bad the, let's uh, we're gonna dive into the lyrics just a little bit here oh yeah hit me kill your conscience this is the first uh stanza i guess the first part of the verse so this should cue, cue you in pretty quick the first two words of this song are beast mode <laughs> those are the first two spoken words uh-huh. of this song which sets an interesting tone Beast mode. Everybody striking a pose. Everybody's taxing my soul. I remember this song now. <laughs> they say it's all the rage to never act your age. What are you gonna hit me with next? Darwin or a crucifix? So dude, why you wanna do so me like this? Fucking edgy, dude. It's always so extreme. So what's it really mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. When you're begging for a brick just to throw it back and forth. Yeah! And you call each other sick, yet you're coming back for more. Back for more of what you love. Back for more of what you hate. You can't stop, 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 because you're already too late. I remember this. This song did wake me up from my... I remember that. I remember the passing a brick back and forth line. Dude, this song was like... um, Or this album was like when you were a kid, like... <clears throat> reading like the required like eight pages from a history textbook or something uh and you get to like the fourth page and you realize that you've been spaced out for three pages and you haven't retained any of the information that's what listening <laughs> was like i had to go back and repeat like multiple songs because i would like i'd look and realize that i had just listened to an entire one and i hadn't even like <laughs> like n- nothing yep. broke through the brain barrier yep absolutely that was how i felt about it too like, like I said, the only th- the only thing I noticed in every song was that the drums sounded really good. I agree. With I that. was actually I was really curious to see if you agreed with it. So I'm yeah, glad you I thought did. I thought they were. Yeah. Yeah. Here's an excerpt from Pyro. There's 30 seconds left. What's gonna happen next? Oh you no! You better watch your step. The wicked they don't ever rest. Yeah, they don't ever rest. Ain't nothing cut and dry. No retro overdrive. I bet the fuse is live. I feel it when the doves cry. Yeah, when the doves cry. (laughs) No, they did. I was like, this isn't too bad, but oh my God. They're going to go ahead and reference Prince? Are they a Minnesota band? No, they're from the South, I think. What is the South doing referencing a Prince song? They were called Southern Rock, and I always thought it was ridiculous. So I actually want to see where they're actually from. Jacksonville, Florida. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. 
They're so Floridians. They were on meth. Florida. They were on meth. They're this surrounded by people who think this is the coolest shit they've ever heard. Yeah, this is meth rock. <laughs> oh, I remember the other thought I had. I remember the other thought I had when I was listening to this. Because this song, this, this album has some ballads on it, too. And I remember the thought that I had when I was, when I was listening to this. Every rock, like, every rock album has to have some ballads on it, right? And every, every one of the songs is something to the effect of, I act so tough, but inside I cry. Like, it's something like that, yeah. right? Yeah, yep, yep. Like, clearly these guys are all bitches. We can agree with that, right? So, like, why are they trying so hard to build up this tough persona? Like, you don't yeah, write, like, like... Are these guys hitting, <clears throat> like, the... The ring anytime soon? Are they in boxing like matches? Like, why? Why are you hoping to? Can I point keep, out like, that my, my thought was like, this is clearly the real you. Like, this is clearly what you actually want to write because I would never write this song. <laughs> and it's not because I'm so tough. It's just I would explain my emotions in a different way than outside. I'm a crazy killer, but inside I just want to hug. Like, I would never write that song. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, why guys like just like write an album about what you're actually feeling i bet you'd have a lot you know i don't know if you'd sell better but i bet it'd be a lot more interesting that's kind of where like maybe producer interference comes in and it's sometimes the line gets blurred on like what artists actually want to write and what they're being told to write but that all brought me to like we used to discuss sketches that we should make and a sketch a new sketch idea that i'd really love to make is like how awkward it is when when somebody actually finally pitches like their ballad song yeah Hey guys, like I would uh, love, I would love to be in that room and like, hey guys, I've been working on something, and it's the same acoustic guitar riff that's in every single song. I'd like to point out that special, the ballad, is the only song, uh, lowercase, with the title, yeah, isn't it all caps? <laughs> yeah, very cool. It's special, dude. It's special because it's not all caps. You see. And I like the message. I, you know, that's all I have to say about the ballad song. Is just I was thinking about this this band especially doesn't strike me as a bunch of tough guys. They strike me as people that want to write a lot more things like ballads and they're trying to put on a persona. Um, but if we're going to talk about special, you know, I wrote a song like that with one of our old bandmates and I like the messaging of it again. It's just, you are not qualified to tell me not to worry about my 15 <clears throat> minutes of fame when yeah. you've had yours. Yeah, true. Just don't even mention it, man. Just don't even bother. It would be like, I don't know, what the, what's the top podcast? Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan. It'd be like if Joe Rogan popped into our, our chat right now and was like, hey, guys, don't even worry about making a podcast. It's, it's not worth it. Bye. He'd <laughs> be like, no. <laughs> no, Joe Rogan, who owns three islands, I would like to keep making this podcast. Thank you very much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess in summary, this is a piece of shit. I hate it. It definitely wasn't good. I didn't hate it. I had no reaction to it whatsoever. It was like, I. it felt like they were cramming as many generic rock tropes into each song as they possibly could. Like, you can all, you can like pick out the blocks in some of the songs for it's like, oh, this block they took from this, <clears> and then they stacked this block on yeah. top of it. This, the but people, the people this. making this album didn't care at all about anything at all. Maybe if I could go back, maybe I would actually make this a negative one. Because what I just remembered was that there was absolutely a definitive moment where I like pulled my phone out and like looked at how many songs were left in like side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, was a, like, that's, oh. always, that's a good indicator. <laughs> like for the for reference for the uh, Chevelle album, that was like after song two, and I was like, oh yeah. my god. <laughs> so actually, was, that's a good point to bring up 
I'm gonna start using that now as my metric. Like how how far can I get into it where I'm like, okay, how long is this gonna take? That's how I rate video games when I'm trying to when I'm putting together my list for uh, the Megasode. Is there's games that you like are start looking up like how much of this thing is left. Then there's games where it ends and it feels very appropriate and you're ready to be done. And then at the very top tier, there are games that you don't want to end. And the ending actually sneaks up on you and you're like, no, I'm not ready for it yet. Yeah. But not Halo 2 style where they're just like finishing this fight and that just stops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember how pissed people were. That was one of the first uh, mass internet rage boners mm-hmm. for a video game, I think. Yeah, people were real mad. Probably going to be hard to believe, but I was actually very disconnected from pop culture and stuff mm. when that game came out. I was there was a good period my junior and senior year and and po- post high school year one where I like didn't even own a video game console and was very very disconnected from everything going on. Those must have been the glory days. The dark, uh, I you know what's, the good what's dark weird times. <laughs> What's weird is that I remember not missing video games at all. And that was like peak video game time. And I just remember not missing it. You can get past it pretty. I mean, when I worked that labor job for a while, I had zero time for video games. <clears throat> yeah. I was never like, damn, I got to play me some fucking Mario, buddy. Yeah. You know, it's just a thing. It's a thing you do to pass time. It's entertainment. It's not a lifestyle. Hey, kids. Tom here. I just want to take a second. If you're playing too much World of Warcraft. Why don't you stop? Get some Why don't help. Why you, you do a puzzle with your grandma or play solitaire or go outside and chase a bunny around with a stick. You know, there's more to life than whatever is in World of Warcraft. Items here's... and raids and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm done with that. Because here's the thing. You're not special. So yeah, quit you're... trying to chase. <laughs> quit trying to chase your... Uh... Your purple gear. Is purple good in Warcraft? Is Warcraft do the color I, system? I think purple is good. I think orange is the best. I don't know. I was remember. too busy having sex with 15 women at the same time to ever play World of Warcraft. I believe it. 2004? How old were you? <laughs> old enough to be having sex with 15 women. I thought you were going <laughs> to say 15 year olds. Yeah, I was about to take a sharp left turn. <laughs> Very proud that my brain didn't even go there. <laughs> All right, boys. We doing what have we learned? Well, yep. can we just touch on Warhammer real quick? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go for it. Waiting. Yeah, go for it. So I've been, you know, I from a distance have been Myron Warhammer and 40k for a long time, and it'd be like, dang, it's so interesting. It'd be sure would be nice to to learn more about this universe. It seems so cool. It seems like so deep and intricate. Boy, howdy. Boys, let me tell you, <laughs> there is a lot of shit. I like how war. you're saying. I like how you're telling me this. You could go back to like the uh, first yeah, episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could go back to like the first episode of this podcast, and I'm like, "Gee whiz, Warhammer sure is fun, but it's complicated." <laughs> so like, I know. I'm I'm reiterating what now what you were saying then because what I would, I how had here's no here's point how point of reference for any of it. Here's how I would like you to phrase this, please, Sam. Corey. Man, is it man is it complicated, Sam? I love how you're such a trendsetter and respect your views and opinions and have slowly learned that you are right about everything and that I should just listen to everything you say. That's how I would like that. I'm not saying that. No, you don't have to. It's because you're not the one sitting here talking about Warhammer of all things six years after I was like, Warhammer's cool. 
Well, okay. I've always said Warhammer is cool. I said it was cool back when you were talking about it. I'm saying now I'm just getting into the lore. This is a completely different topic. All right? So just chill out. Just chill out. Just take a chill pill. Find a bottle of them. Take one or two. The chilling doesn't happen. Take more. See what I'm saying? If your chilling lasts for more than four hours, consult the doctor. <laughs> yeah. If there's too much blood rushing to your chilling, you're going to pass out. Uh, anyway, but you're right, Sam. Are you happy? Yes. Was uh, that the lie? Was that the lie? Uh, <laughs> anyway. God. Just put a spider web on my ceiling. All right, go ahead. But it's actually insane how much of this universe is developed. I mean, it's been going for like, what, 30 years since the 80s? So, of course, there's been plenty of time to do it. And it's it's interesting to go see these things that have been doing it for so long. But that like there's like at like there's like five page articles on every little possible thing that you could want to look up. Like what kind of bullets do they use in the bolters? There's like a giant diagram where they're built, how they're built, what exactly they do. <laughs> like it's all been developed down to like the finest detail. There's just so much crap going on and it's all as metal as possible it honest is. to it's god that's badass. what i love about it yeah, so much I know. it's like how can we make this the coolest shit ever yeah you'll be like wow <clears throat> the gray knights sure have cool armor i should look that up and then it turns out the way they do it is by sacrificing like a million virgins a day to a dark <laughs> deity to bless the armor and you're like hell yeah, <laughs> yeah sounds pretty awesome <laughs> yeah yeah it's just like well, that's and the whole thing. Like, a, like, all the chapters have, like, their Primarchs, you know, and then, like, they all have super fascinating stories, and then there's, like, the Horus Heresy. I happened upon all the audiobooks for the Horus Heresy, so I'm slowly working my way through. It's kind of what I have in the background. I'm only on the first book, so don't ask me any questions, because I don't know shit. But, <laughs> uh, this, the, actually, surprisingly, uh, the guy who wrote the first book in the Horus Heresy, Horus Rising, the book's actually pretty good. Like, I remember yeah. reading, a, like, a Chaos, something about one of the Chaos Space Marine groups, and it was written for, like, a 14-year-old. You could tell. Like, mm -hmm. it, 90, 98% of the Warhammer novels are written for that audience, and that is, like, actually their mission statement. 2%, though, are actually, like, great literature. Yeah. Like War literature, fantasy literature, absolutely. I yeah. was like, this is, like, you know, not amazing, but this is, like, good mid-shelf fantasy writing. Like, it, there's just respectable moments and all that kind of stuff. It's pretty good. Anyway, I'm sure, I'm sure I'm going to hit some books that are going to be like, oh my God, how much longer is this where I'll, I'll be checking the chapter list just like I would in one of these crappy albums. Um, a lot of books are basically like, oh no, we're screwed. Thank God, it's the Space Marines. Man, the Space Marines sure are badass. They saved the day. <laughs> oh, wait, they don't care about me as a human. Ah, I'm dead. And it's like, I'm telling you, that's like, that's like every they they were the real monsters. <laughs> That's like ninety percent of the stories. Just so you know. You mean the the people bred from birth specifically for killing <laughs> aren't great human beings? Read read enough of them and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> that's like every single. That's like every single book, every single story. Yeah. Anyway, just wanted to talk about it a little. What's your See, What's your favorite chapter, Sam, of the Space Marines? My favorite chapter is the custodian. Uh, they're not space marines. They're actually better. And I, here's the deal. I If there's a doctorate of Warhammer myth mythos, I am definitely working on my master's. I don't have it yet, but I've been 
I've been in this Warhammer game a long time. I've been reading <laughs> all the, the Warhammer wiki articles. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, basically, I, I go in through the models because I um, I don't even know how to describe myself. What's like the meanest way to say I want to be artist? Is that like the meanest way to say it? Like a dime store artist? Like, I don't know. I love yeah. to create, but I'm not talented enough to make a living off of it or actually contribute anything to the world. So uh that's just honest assessment time for me so one of the things that i love to do is take these pre-made models spend hours painting them and then i get to feel really proud of myself with the free endorphin rush that comes from <clears throat> sure and that takes uh, some skill it's not like something you just do like, oh yeah a, no it's I a mean, practiced art it's like the bass guitar of art forms you, you know it's, <laughs> I, guess, well, yeah, I, guess so. I have i have a bass guitar i i've i've made real peace with myself that i have a bass guitar level of skill at just about everything. And it's not even that I'm not capable of more than that. It's that I have no interest in more than that. Like, I have no you desire to You don't want to, to sculpt a- your own space marines? <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Like, I don't want to go get a 3D printer and come up with my own designs. Like, that sounds really tedious. Um, I'd rather just look at the cool ones and then paint them myself. And I'm all right with that. But that's how I get into the lore. Is I'll typically see a model that I really like, and I'll start looking into why it is that way. And you can get pretty far into the lore just doing that. So I don't necessarily read, like, the entire novel series like you are and no you know that's just not me well we'll see um, how far I, I get i have a feeling there's going to be some road bump there's going to be but i have absolutely soon. spent hours like more hours than is reasonable looking into warhammer lore and my favorite uh good guys if you want to call them that like the i don't know loyalists like yeah yeah the imperium my favorite imperium chapter is uh the the adeptus custodes which are the guardians of the throne which are made in the image of the emperor himself and are a step above uh, space marines and even primary space marines and are actually direct descendants of the thunder warriors, which are precursors of the space marines. Yeah. Before they the perfected 30K. the gene seed, you yeah, see. Because the they were unstable. <laughs> That's right. I see you have been reading. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and then right now I'm really into orcs. I got, which is really weird because I never thought I'd be into them, but right now I'm, I'm really into kind of the goofier anything goes style of the orcs. Um, I love the death watch, which are like special forces for fighting Xenos or aliens specifically. Gray knights are cool too. And then of course the space wolves, which are just drunk space Vikings. So you got to love yeah. them. Yeah, that's true. They um, fur. I, yeah. A lot of the, the chaos demons are cool. I really like this, the lore and everything of the thousand sons. If we're talking about bad guys, um, which are basically space sorcerers that had, uh, because of their gene seed, they were constantly in a state of deterioration. And in an effort to cure that, one of their lead sorcerers cast a spell that turned them all into sand, trapped in their armor. Think very much like uh, uh, Alchemist. What's it, whatever it's called? Full Metal, Full Metal Alchemist. Alchemist. Think a lot like that. Yeah. I like, even like the Dreadnoughts. I was reading like the one-off wiki article on just the Dreadnoughts themselves, like those mechs, right? Yeah, they take entire cities to run. No, oh, dreadnoughts! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking of titans. Yeah, dreadnoughts. Yeah, it's like a sarcophagus for fallen people. Even just, when you die, you don't get to die. You just get trapped. Into <laughs> you get put into a giant life support. Robot, yeah, and then they wake you up when there's a war. <laughs> They're like, "All right, time to get up there." Change. There's a, there, one of the really good short stories is one where a guy is very happy to finally die because he's been alive for like 500 years of of war, and he's like, "Thank God, I'm finally dying. It's over." And he goes black and he wakes up in a dreadnought. It's like more than he can bear. They have to like turn off his emotions because he's like, no, now it will never end. He's just a crying dreadnought. (laughs) He like goes insane. There's a lot of really good stuff like that. Seriously, 
you can enter into the Warhammer lore however you want to, and you're going to. I've never seen it not capture somebody because everything is as badass as absolutely possible. Yeah. Um, I really like. Who's the, your favorite? Yeah, I, I was like, gonna say who's your favorite so far. I've been digging the uh, Imperial Fists. So like, okay, cool. What cool. is his name? Dorn, right? That's their Primarch. R- I don't R- know a ton Dorn about Dorn or something like that. Yeah, I know. Rule is he? Is he Imperial Fist? Yeah. I'm so, if you yeah. if you know who everybody's Primarch is, like that's that's some that's some. Well, shit they're right main characters. Well, they're you. basically they're notable characters in the book I'm on currently, right? Oh, because okay. like, like, like I know the Mon Rust for, yeah, for the space where they were still alive, a... basically. Because not all the and then I know are... Sanguinus is for the Blood Angels because again, yep. that's a really easy one. And then he gets <laughs> axed. By and then Gilliman for the Ultramarines because he's like the main character of Warhammer right now. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't even pronounce his name. Gil Gilliman. I pronounce it Gilliman, but I, I again that's that's sort of like when I was learning medicine and had never heard the words out loud, <laughs> so it's just how I phonetically pronounce it. It's probably not right. But the funny thing, like the Imperial Fists are like the siege experts. So like their big thing is taking cities and also fortifying. And then. <laughs> I just love it because their Primark guy, whatever, I, I think it's Dorn. He's just like a super stoic guy. And when he wants to meditate, he puts on this thing called the pain glove. Yeah. <laughs> and he just yeah. wears a glove that causes insurmountable pain. And that's how he like meditates on things <laughs> and comes up with solutions to things. That's hilarious. He just tortures himself. And then... <laughs> uh, uh-huh. It's a pretty memeable... There's a lot of funny memory on that it's like oh magic bane glove what do i do now ah! <laughs> <laughs> I've got it. and then yeah um yeah i mean the, yeah it's like they literally that's that's a good point sam like there's like almost i don't think there's like uncool chapters of space marines not that i've seen so far they all have their own over the top like metal as hell backstory in their own different ways. Like, uh, so it's really hard to go wrong. Basically is what I'm finding out. It all depends on the colors you like to paint. And I guess yellow yeah, pretty is much. painful to work with from what I understand. So Yeah, that's what I've heard too. I haven't done a lot of yellow painting. So we'll see. Thinking about maybe taking the plunge and buying a squad. I don't know. Yeah, that's I've a, made a commitment. <laughs> My thing, my advice, like, if you don't have any interest in playing the game, and I really don't recommend playing the game. Um, I, I was telling you when I was watching that video, it, they were just, it was them for one turn where they were just quoting rules back and forth for literally six minutes. And they <laughs> were just Warhammer random is. rules in a sequence. It sounded like they were making it up as they went along. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even hating. Like, and, and the people that play it are very good at it, but I am telling you that, that that that's what Warhammer is. It's you standing in a sweaty room with a bunch of overweight white dudes with uh with beards talking about I counter with my Xenos Blade plus two while I have Call of the Emperor, which negates any psychic fields within five inches of my character. <laughs> well I have Blood of the Heretic, which and I mean it's it's that for and that's like the move phase. Alright, like, turn okay. one's over. Let's go home. <laughs> yep. I think you, you were laughing because it's true. There's five parts to every turn. Seven. There's seven. Oh, seven now? In the yeah. new edition? Oh, yeah, I haven't played the new edition, edition yet. It used to be five. I guess it's seven now. I believe that 100%. Why didn't they just do nine? They just what do you say? The seven numbers. what to every turn? Phases. So, oh, phases. So God. there's like move phase, shoot phase, uh, result, resolution phase, psychic phase. I don't know what all seven would be. I'm trying to think about what they would be. God help us all. 
Let's see. Because uh, it would definitely be move phase, attack phase. I guess you could do maybe you don't charge every time, but maybe they're counting charges as a phase and melee as a phase. Resolution. Uh, there'd definitely be psychic. Command phase, movement phase, psychic phase, shooting phase, charge phase, fight phase, yeah, morale so phase. Yeah, counting charges. I don't know what morale phase. Oh, morale is like after you do that. So that's all part of melee. Like if someone after dies, you, then they like. Then you have to roll to see out. if your squad plays together, and like people like orcs have really low morale, so it's easy to break up giant squads because they all run away. Yeah, command phase I think is new in this edition. That's what you can use command points to like basically do boosts before you play. I haven't done a lot. Yeah, with Yeah, you can do like familiar with bombardments it. or some shit, and then you can yeah, also do like uh, you can hold back some of your deployable forces to deploy at a later time but you have more freedom of where you can put them on what yeah, edge it's so like map. one of the like, big ones that i know about is deny the witch which is like a custodes thing because they're anti-psychic so like you can negate any any psychic or magic tomfoolery interesting yeah anyway this is there's too much there's just too yeah, much this is too and nerdy to we'll, roll, we'll talk about you have to roll like we'll 40 talk. dice like nine times in a row to like confirm oh, yeah. one hit <laughs> well i wrote that whole thing it was one of the first mega so like the precursor where we did like the uh top 10 disappointments and my number one was warhammer because i spent like 200 bucks to build an army oh to yeah get to play the first time and it was like you have to roll i had to roll like 18 sixes in a row to wound <laughs> my, my buddy's main character I once that, yeah. and i was like this is stupid as <laughs> I killed everyone but his one guy that his one guy took out my entire army. Like, this is the stupidest game of all time. My blood pressure can't handle it. <laughs> yeah. But painting the models is fun, if you like that kind of thing. I have a whole fun. cabinet full of models, and I don't intend to stop. I just... My thing now is that whenever I see a cool model, I will buy that one and paint it. I will never buy a whole army again. <laughs> a whole, uh... What do they call them? Combat patrol? It's like yeah. 15 models. <laughs> Jeepers. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. I just <laughs> lore wise, and I, you know, honestly, Warhammer Fantasy. I've been playing a lot of Total War, Warhammer, and uh, that's cool in its own right too. It's basically like if you took Lord of the Rings and cranked it up to eleven. It's like I know nothing about Warhammer Fantasy, and I don't even know why. It's not like I think I'm like they're it's thematically not similar, but not they're which is kind of weird. They're not related, or like they're not connected in any way, but they're thematically connected. <laughs> Like, From what I've seen, weirdly enough, fantasy seems to have the better models. Oh, I think that's, they seem to have some incredible I think that's models. Definitely true. Well, at least more imaginative. They have some really yeah. intense uh, sculpts or whatever you call them. But which I imagine I'll be wandering over to that side of the fence eventually, because, like I said, I'm getting into where I just want to paint really cool models. And I, how many how many space marines can you really paint? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Unless you unless you're intending to play, like you're saying. Yeah. You're All right, well, boys, what did we learn today, I think, is about the time that it is right now for you. I learned that Sam is just constantly ripping ass 24-7 all the time, doesn't care who he hears, loud and proud. Um, I learned that poop transplants are performed by people who likely have autism. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn that wins. that is good not, i don't have a better one than that that's really good i learned that uh oh hang on one second and we're back ah! <laughs> i just heard back so i'm assuming you said and we're back
I did. I said, and we're back. <laughs> I just heard, back. All right. I said, and we're back. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. 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 And we're now going to leave. Thank you, as always. <laughs> Appreciate you. Tell a friend if you feel so inclined. <clears throat> Hell yeah. Uh, till next time. Till next we meet. In the far reaches of the warp. May the Emperor <laughs> smile down upon you and upon the Imperium. Yeah, I will say that. If, if you're curious at all about Warhammer, I do have to tell you. So, you know how in every space series th- there's faster than light travel? Th- this is, I'll say before Sam says anything, this is like the one thing I know about Warhammer and it's sick as fuck. <laughs> it <laughs> really is. This is just a good... If this doesn't pique your interest, then nothing will. Okay, so in order to travel faster than light in Warhammer, what you do is you open a, a portal to something called the warp, which you need psychics. You basically can't fly in space without psychics. The warp is essentially hell, but instead of like there's a devil and, and people burn for eternity because they were evil, it's more like just the amassed evil psychic energy of the universe takes form there in demons and, and all sorts of horrible things. And in order to get anywhere, you have to fly through that. <laughs> Uh, to do that, you have to put up what's called a Geller field, which protects you from hell, basically. If it breaks down or has any hole in it, even for a split second, your entire ship will become invaded by demons and horrible things that will absolutely mutilate and kill you all. Think like Event Horizon. like that. That's why people say Event Horizon is like a prequel to Warhammer, which is a mm-hmm. fan theory I 100% support. Um, and yeah. <laughs> If, if for one of the, if you want to know why I like the orcs, rape demons, yeah. <laughs> and if you want to know why I like green uh, text or something, yeah. And if you want to know why I like the orcs, is because like orcs, if you don't know, are basically fungus monsters that spread like like fungus and are super strong, and they want nothing more than to fight. They just like to fight. Like that's why they're actually a scary, terrifying enemy. Is because they love fighting. Like even if they die, they're having a good time. They they don't fear anything. Um, when they discovered the warp. <laughs> on accident and got invaded by demons they had such a good time that now they purposely go in there to fight (laughs) as many (laughs) demons as they can because they think that that's like as good as it gets but yeah warhammer's cool even even the space travel is cool yeah it's true check it out check out your local comic book store for more details (laughs) (laughs) all right i think we should pinch this one off so Thanks again, everybody. <clears throat> you know, I just you realized a something. Good... A closing thought, if you will. Oh, okay. go on. I've noticed that since you guys are younger than me, as we go on, you guys are kind of catching up to me and things that I was into, you know, because when we started this podcast, I was probably the age that you are now, right? So oh, now God. Become the thing. <laughs> I see where this is going. Yeah. So what are you into now, Sam? What can I look forward to? In, I was just uh, about to say, you know, in another four years, years, you guys won't be able to get an erection without somebody choking on you and choking you and telling you that you're a worthless piece of shit. And oh, that's, that's pretty good. cool. All right. All right well, well I, look forward to that. <laughs> Excellent. Cool. I'm Fantastic. there already. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, well, you're ahead of way ahead of schedule. From a Warhammer to a Shame Boner, this is Sam signing <laughs> off. <laughs> Thank you, America. Stay right. hard, America. <laughs> All right, bye. Can that be our new sign-off? I'm done. Let's do it. Stay hard, America. Stay hard, America.